attention patients of Sacred Heart Hospital, this is your sleep guide, checking in with you on the latest episode of Scrubs ASMR. I want to apologize for my hiatus over the past few months, uh, yeah, a few months, um, you know, when it comes to creating this, it truly is a labor of love, and, uh, Sometimes other priorities do end up above, uh, you know, not just my podcasts, but also uh, Scrubs in particular. You know, I have, uh, you know, my primary audience is definitely the Office ASMR. This one is definitely, uh, you know, it's it's growing, and I would be willing to guess that there is a extremely high overlap of listeners between. Uh, that have come from the Office ASMR over to Scrubs. I don't think many people are discovering this through uh, just finding it, necessarily. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, shoot me a, a message on Twitter tomorrow. My DMs are open. And uh, happy to chat over there. But, uh, yeah, my, uh, my family had COVID. It's just been quite the run of a few months, but excited to be here, excited to dig into and to continue in season one, because, man, it is such a pleasure to uh, revisit this show alongside of Zach Brav and Donald Faison on their podcast, but then also as I've been diving in here on the podcast, so... Tonight is My Super Ego. This episode aired November 6th, 2001. Uh, it's just, I don't know, it's crazy to me that we're now 20 years uh, into Scrubs because it, I'm just getting old. That's all. I'm just getting old. So, Season 1, Episode 7. Let's dive in. We start off. Looking at uh, some paperwork. Enrolling through the hospital. A busy day in the ICU. As Kelso rolls in. To do rounds. JD is saying, look, I'm mailing rounds. I'm separating myself from the back. And JD, to me, he looks best in those dark navy scrubs. That's like his best look. I don't know about the long sleeve under the short sleeve scrubs, but those dark navy scrubs are definitely his best. Now we have Nick Murdoch coming in here on an ER bed, giving JD a little salute. And JD says, you know, his, the person that could sink him or, you know, uh, really bring him down is Nick Murdoch. And even Elliot's like, wow. Wow, very heroic. We got the intro. And now we're... we're we have JD observing Nick Murdoch talking to a young boy. And... Uh, Laverne... Laverne tells him something... JD's like, oh, good bedtime manner, blah, blah, blah. Act busy. That's a stud right there. 
the painting. And Nick Murdoch is super nice to Jamie. And I think this this must have been around the height of Will and Grace, right? To have a guest star this caliber. No, no, no. This dude isn't for Will and Grace. I don't, I don't know. JD has a fantasy to play MASH with his brother. Kissing the dog. I don't talk to my brother much. It changes a little bit. Nah, I mean, he's really only in a handful of episodes across the entire series. Food looks good, though, as he rolls away. <laughs> now we have Doug. Doug is a great... Doug's character is great. They have, like, yellow polo. Underneath the scrubs. Now we have Dr. Cox hanging out with Carla in the patient's room. Doug gets some gauze for, for uh, Dr. Cox. And down in surgery we have Turk rocking in the OR. You good T-Dog? I could do it with my eyes closed. But I won't. You know, it's interesting too, because even with the masks, the hats, not hats, um, the, uh, I don't know, whatever the surgical hats they're wearing, he's like, you can tell who's, which character is which. Dr. Wynn, his boss, um, you always know, you always know the Todd because of his flame hat. Dirk, of course. Now we have uh, JD and Elliot rolling to the hospital. Elliot says, "Oh yeah, you can, you can drool on me," because Elliot wants to get a date with Nick. Do you look back? Why doesn't he like me? I move it. And now JD's grappling with helping Elliot get a date. And then there's a fantasy of Nick, of him wanting to choke Nick and Nick actually helping him because he's so nice. We have Dr. Kelso leaning rounds while he drinks a squeegee juice. Wow, I haven't seen one of those in a while. My mind draws a, a erythral migraines. Nick is like, look, everyone looks up to you, JD. Don't get stuck important to you too. Nice. Oh, and then the fantasy finishes with finally choking him. Now back in the OR, they're trying to figure out where a smell came from. Sorry I farted. That smell is from the fart that I did. Todd's character is so interesting because he wa he varies wildly between being the most incompetent sur surgeon and character in the entire show to being completely uh, just 
just like separated from reality and then but then later in the show he's the best surgeon because he's in the moment he's focused now we have Dr. Cox settling a, a match between Nick and JD who to choose and the fantasy then becomes that Dr. Cox is the judge of a uh, of a dog show and there he's like checking ears checking mouths checking his jingles oh interesting gives him a treat I'm gonna go with Guy Smiley wish my dad was alive you know Dr. Cox says look right now Nick is inter better at internal medicine than you are and there's the janitor right there to just let JD know he's there he's ready always watching The Todd says Dr. Wen's gonna sew his butt cheeks together. Now Turk is Turk is now you know, understanding the weight of the power that they have as surgeons. It's like one small move between life and death. What are you talking about, Carla? Cheese. Most guys are here, and then Tag is like, I'm all the way up in here. And it shows that now Turk is uh, a little frozen, a little freaked out. Low on potassium. I think, I don't, I wonder how prevalent the word or the phrase imposter syndrome was you know, 20 years ago, but, uh, it seems like that's what Turk's kind of going through. Carla and Elliot both, uh, admiring Nick's butt. Elliot says, hey, how's Turk doing? He totally froze during surgery yesterday. Carla's like, oh. Now Carla's trying to get to the bottom of it. Turk's not giving her anything. How are you? I'm fine. Gives her a little dance, a little, little jig movement here. I am doing okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Carla knows, Carla knows better than that. episode he wants more attendance at the discussions or some, whatever he's doing I don't know I love nappy naps my conferences are mandatory 
finger guns. How you like me now, Nick? You just wrote, you can write my next 10 lectures, Nick. Paging Dr. Marger. But everybody's like, oh, okay. Everybody's in the Nick. And JD is very jealous. It's good to be the king, he says. JD. Oh. No longer the star, Kelso. Kelso, Kelso, I mean, you know, all the characters go through a pretty, pretty mild, uh, pretty mild change, just as they evolve over the years, but Kelso's the one that goes from, like, mean, diabolical, crank, and he really just becomes, like, a goofy, goofy dude. Carla is very jealous that Elliot is Elliot uh, knew more about Turk than her. Look, access to empathy. Talk to me, Doctor Cox. What were we doing? You like me a little bit. So do you, sweet cakes. Laverne, we got uh, JD up on the roof here, I don't know, this, this to me is a, a scene I always remember, when Kelso was like, huh, you, I could throw you off this roof right now, if you were my way, I'd throw you off this ledge right now. We're out here alone. No one would ever know. As he's like uh, packing his pipe. And then Kelso like psychs him out. JD's like, I, I have to go. Thanks. It looks like they're actually on a roof. Well, maybe it is green screen. Now what? Uh, Nick and Elliot working on some paperwork. I already left the machine. A message on your machine asking me out. As I will before you go home. Now we have Laverne with the bad news. Nick says, look, I don't let the bad stuff in. Call me immediately my message. Laverne gives him a, a check out on the way out. His butt. Dr. Wynn says, make sure you're good on potassium. I got so much potassium, it's coming out of my ass again. All right. Made a duty joke. Nice stuff. 
Now we have uh, Dr. Cox. A little stage fright. No big deal. I can tell you what a lot of doctors do to relieve the stress. Take a trip to Palmdale. Give yourself a low five. Turks like, I have no idea. Physician love thyself. Downtown Lester Brown. Turks like, uh -huh. no. You're not serious. No, no, no. That's a great scene. But Cox is like, no one hurts Carla and gets away with it. If this kid doesn't leave, I'm going to kill him. Doug gets up. And he goes, now, if you leave, I'll know. You were eavesdropping. Stay. Good girl. That's a, that's a good Cox moment. The janitor gets under JD's skin a little bit there. Ooh. I know I've said this before, but this show really cooks. It like really moves. We cool, man. Yeah, we cool. JD symbolically handing him a torch. Like, look, this is yours. Everyone picks up their game when you align behind a very strong leader. Well-oiled machine. There's a, a sequence as some samples move through the hospital. Haha, ah, yeah. Doug. Snoop Dogg intern. Everybody gets passed back. And then results move right through the hospital. So that girl. Oh, yeah. Boom. But now, Nick is nowhere to be found. The boy we originally saw earlier in the episode appears to be struggling. And that's the first time you see Nick kind of cracking. Trying to help. Dr. Cox buys Carla a nice muffin. That store bought those blueberries the size of your fist. Because this is still when. This is still when Cox has a thing for Carla and thinks that he can. He can uh, still land Carla, I guess. Carla says it's hard to be vulnerable with somebody. Elliot says, look, I'm not going to let the bad stuff in. Just like Nick. Look at me. Says Elliot. That was the old Elliot. 
find Dr. Murdoch. Not answering his page. Oh. Laverne finds that very funny. The new Elliot. The idea of a new Elliot. Elliot rocking the dark navy scrubs and Carla rocking quite the red dress. Turk brought me this dress out of the blue. Now Dr. Cox is trying to uh, wait. The pressure was so insane. I would race home, wake up my wife, look her in the eyes, passively, aggressively torture her. That's Dr. Cox trying to open up to Carla. Just because a guy has problems doesn't mean he doesn't need you. So yeah, that was that was Cox, I guess, trying to explain he needs Carla. Now Jeannie and Elliot come down the stairs. Nick is uh, in a dark place. He's like, look, that, that kid's gonna die. Today, tomorrow, or a month from now, there's nothing I can do. Doesn't work. What am I supposed to tell his parents? Because the seven-year-old boy. Having, having quite as he thought he was stronger than all of us. It's about finding the little things to get you the day. Finding someone close to you. Or letting yourself feel overwhelmed. If only for a moment. Or being selfless. You got Dr. Cox throwing it in and it shows that they were cleaning out Nick's locker and you just survive any way you can see you tomorrow sport the janitor rolls in says you're stupid you have time later on with Elliot says, am I stupid? Yep. Damn him. And that's our episode. Great shots. The, uh, they always have great shots at the end of the episode for the credits. Oh, just a nice little recap. Highlights, you know. <sighs> I always wonder if I should leave those yawns in, but seems like it's generally generally positive alright I'm gonna that will be it for tonight I will see you in the next one my 15 minutes
吸いたい